Um, now, the arts and entertainment sector, speaking of which, speaking of songs, has been severely hit during the pandemic with no live shows, venues shut down, actions which have severely hit artists' income. So what does the future hold for these sectors? Well, to discuss this, I'm joined in studio by singer Luan Parl and comedian Danny O'Brien. And I'm also joined on the line by actor Own Rowe. And thank you all very much for joining me this morning. Um, a tough couple of months. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's actually that's probably woefully understating it, is it, Luan, to say a tough couple of months? It's been, yeah, it's been really, really difficult. And, um, and you know, apart from not actually being able to get out and play, um, which is our livelihood, it's the, the impact it has on your mental health as well. Um, the, you know, the not knowing, um, because we don't know when we can go back to work and we don't know. Um, and, and, and that is, that's, that for me has been the most difficult part. And, and speaking to fellow musicians, I think that has been very difficult for them too. Yeah, uncertainty is so difficult. Uncertainty, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. that not knowing. And um, what have you been doing, Danny? What can you do? Um, I, I, we've kind of had to completely reinvent ourselves, um, as I'm sure you have as well. Mm-hmm. Musicians, all of us actors, we've had to kind of develop formats onto online. And I know those previous comments made by a, a TD that we should we should get other jobs that were then retracted. But we have completely got other jobs. We've had to completely reinvent our craft over the past few months. You know what I mean? We've had to do Zoom gigs online. Uh, We've just done anything that we can possibly do pretty much for free for the last, whatever, five months just to try and keep our careers alive and try to keep creativity, you know, stimulated and stuff like that. It's been really, really difficult. And um, but, you know, it's taken a lot of work, but a lot of us have got through it. Mm -hmm. And because you've been very creative, really, in in how you've approached it in terms of garden gigs and things like that. Tell me a little bit about that. Yeah, it was was kind of born out of a pandemic, which is a sentence I never thought that I'd be saying. But um, we were asked to do a charity gig um, for Pieta House which was called the Stay Day Parade, where we did a show outside that was streamed live. Now, had people there, but they were like 30 feet around us, around a kind of a fence almost. And then from that, we ended up doing shows for some residents of George Reynolds Flats in Irishtown. Um, a couple of clips from that then went a little bit viral. And then we actually filmed a television special in O'Rattley House in Rings End, which we managed to get streaming on TV. Um, and we've been just doing shows everywhere all over Ireland and people's back gardens, like you named the space. Yeah. We did one in a car park in Wexford for frontline staff. Um, of, I think it was Super Value down there. They're all sitting a metre apart. Um, but we just, you know, we, lo- we love and live to perform and these are the only circumstances that we can do and it. And they've all been free. Have they yeah, all you made yeah. anything from them? Not like we've, anything that we've made over the last few months has literally gone back into garden gigs um, and just trying to keep it, keep it going and trying to look after other acts and stuff like that. But it's basically just kind of balanced the books and just kept us just about floating above water. Yeah, I'll go to your cell phone as well because um, you were working in New York and you arrived back in Ireland just before the lockdown happened. Um, I suppose, firstly, were you, were you grateful that you managed to get home? I was, yeah, because um, some of us uh, stayed on longer for 10 days uh, after most of us came back and unfortunately they, they managed to get the um, COVID-19 and uh, some of them are still suffering indeed uh, because of it. But I was very lucky to get back uh, to a very different world. You know, it was extraordinary that all things that were in the pipeline had suddenly stopped. And like Danny was saying there, like, you know, now I find myself working for nothing with unspeculative work with writers and uh, various people just ho- in the hope that down the line, you know, these things will, will actually be seen and uh, um, on, on stage or on radio or whatever, you know. it's uh, So we're all, we're, a lot of us are working uh, mm. 
you know, keeping the wheels in motion, as it were. Uh, and there, there are plans. I mean, I, I'm, I'm on the board of the pavilion, and hopefully, we're talking about opening the theatre in, in October with an, an event. But uh, you know, we can't dictate when this will end. We can't put a date or time period on the pandemic. And, but we can do our best to weaken its impact and eventually it will end, but it's not totally in our control. So as I say, you live in hope. And um, my worry is getting the confidence of the audiences to come back in. You know, I mean, how are you going to get 300 people, say, sit side by side uh, and relax, watch a narrative of a show over the course of two and a half hours or something? You know, it's that will be my worry. It's mm. Like, plenty of people will be willing to go out there and do the work, but will people come? Will they have the confidence to come along and sit in a venue? We'll have to wait and see. You know? Yeah, and I suppose, Luan, that is something that is, affects you all, obviously, in terms of audiences being able to come to venues or concert halls. So, so yeah. what, what I, suppose, I didn't ask you yet mm-hmm. what, what you've been doing for the last couple of months. Is there anything you can do? Well, I had just released an album in February and it was the first album I'd released in 10 years. Um, I had kicked off a nationwide tour and um, and so everything was brought to a halt, you know, like 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 everybody. Um, so I just continue to release singles um, online and do interviews on on Zoom, and just try to be as creative as I can be because, you know, I feel like there will be light at the end of this tunnel, and I think we have to stick together. And um, and I know particularly musicians, I've, I've been crying out for a voice, you know, because there has been there has been no support and there has been no roadmap. And I think that's the thing, you know, we need some type of roadmap. Um, and up to recently, there had been no point of contact for us now. I know since there's been an email address um, set up for for, um, for artists um, who have been having problems with their 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 pup um, but up to that point there ha- we have not, we've been in complete limbo and I think that's the thing you know there will be light at the end of the tunnel but you know we need that support and we need that support from the government um, to ensure the survival of the industry the music industry the entertainment industry and it's not just musicians you know and artists and, and you know people you know all of us working in the entertainment industry it's it's all the, the crew you know the live crew and all those jobs mm. that have all and gone And can I ask you about those people because mm-hmm. um, I know that you you weren't happy at all with Mr. Yeah. Heather Humphrey's mm-hmm. uh, announcement that people needed to up-train or yeah. uh, upskill, retrain or upskill mm-hmm. um, if they were on the pop payment for an extended period of time. Yeah. Now, as you say, she has since given a special exemption mm-hmm. to artists. But do people in in the back room, or you know, as, mm-hmm. as as such, you know, the light light technicians yeah. and things like that, um, do, do they apply for that as well? Are they are they yeah. eligible for under they, the artist exemption? They are. Yeah. As far okay. as I'm aware, they are. But um, you know, up to this point, like I said, we have had no. There has been no point of contact. You know, and and I am on receiving the the pub payment. Like you know, um, Donny was saying there, we're doing all these um creative um, events, but we're not getting paid for them. So that is our only means of 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 making a living, and and it's support. You know, we're not looking for something for nothing you know it's just support until we can get back to a safe yeah. environment you're, you're nodding Danny yeah I, I completely agree and just to reiterate um, what Luanne said like we need support at the moment what support the, could, could be given we need I suppose we, the, the confidence thing is huge um, there is absolutely a light at the end of the tunnel like tonight this evening we're actually doing two back to back shows to limited capacity of 50 people in a venue in Dublin and I've been working on that for two months I've had to cancel it twice and had to reschedule it twice and move the tickets twice and we've still gone ahead with it and the people who bought their tickets held on to their tickets 
that's what support is. Mm. Do you know what I mean? People supporting us on social media, other artists, that kind of thing. And financially, would that be worth your while? Absolutely not. I'm, it's no. going to it's going to cost me money to do it. The mm. first gig is for free for frontline staff in St James's, and the second gig will 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 cover will cover one of the acts. And myself and the other organizer act um, will be making a loss at this, but we. We believe in it and it's not about this gig, it's about the next gig. We've another one in September, we've another one in October and it's going to be a slow build. But that's a sacrifice we're willing to make to get live entertainment going and that's the kind of support that we need and we need more of that, I think. Yeah, and I, I feel that the pub payment w- should continue until we can get back then to actually, because there's no sustainability in doing a little odd gig here and there trying to dip our toes in, you know. So I think the pub payment has to continue until we can get back yeah. to a safe working environment. Yeah, what, what do you make of it, own? Because I know you've been in the- the industry for for over 40 years um the sustainability question i suppose is the big one isn't it because we're you know i think the minister for health stephen donnelly yesterday was speculating about this virus being with us for two years um, yeah. you know danny can't keep doing those sort of shows where he's it's costing him money for the next two years that's not sustainable so uh, and i no. suppose the same would apply to yourself in terms of getting on stage well, I agree. I mean, I, everything that's been said, I echo. And as far as the art is concerned, in Ireland, there's always been rich in talent, but poor in resources. And I know there's talk of 25 million uh, being uh, put forward, but I mean, great consideration must be given to how that's distributed. Uh, but that, I mean, it would need to go chiefly to support the artists uh, in all the sectors and not chiefly to sustain the opening of buildings, say. And in other words, the art itself must be supported and not just the venues, you know what I mean? So... Uh, I don't know. I mean, it's 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 always been a case that we we know what we're getting into, and especially as an actor, you know that you're not going to make a fortune doing theatre. But um, what's happening now, when the theatre was up and running, wasn't in a great place anyway. Uh, it was pretty underfunded, and companies were folding. Theatres were starting to close down, and new writers were being overlooked in order to put on plays that were well known sort of crowd pullers, which is fine because theatres needed to survive. But uh, if new works were produced, they got very short runs, which diminished any impact they might have because they wouldn't have reached the audiences. So, I mean, all those things that were... were, were the theatre was, was not in a great place. Uh, it was doing its best, but uh, it was difficult to survive and the, the runs are getting shorter and stuff like that. So we haven't managed to bank up any money, is what I'm saying. Mm. Um, and I was still, we, as you say, we can't sustain ourselves carrying on, working for nothing, um, uh, but that's the kind of people uh, artists are. They need to keep working uh, and do work for no, no money at sometimes, um, and hopefully that will help them develop. But uh, as, as you say, I'm doing this for 40 years, and uh, I don't know if there's that much development left in me, to be honest with you. Yeah, well, <laughs> understandably. I mean, people, people do need new, they all need music, they need literature, yeah. poetry, painting. I mean, art, as far as I'm concerned, is the heart and soul of a nation, and it, it helps us understand ourselves a little more, it gives us perspective on society and as individuals and I think art, whoever you define it, it's essential. Yeah, and indeed we have a, an email in from uh, uh, one of our listeners echoing that saying artists, actors and musicians are hurting. The crew's event staff who enable their shows to happen are on their knees and are now facing the dreaded tapering of pop which is driving them out of the business. Can this wonderful industry survive, asks this listener. I doubt it unless the government can recognise its importance in our culture, society and economy. Um, just briefly speaking of creativity, uh, Luan, there was a uh, socially distant distanced mm-hmm. concert held yeah. earlier this week in Newcastle with little pods. There's loads of pictures of it um, in around social media. In fact, mm-hmm. I think Leo Vraker, the Thaunch, that tweeted mm-hmm. about it. And um, so little pods for five people yeah. being kept apart 
Could something like that work, do you think? Well, I thought it was, it's great to see this, you know, and it's great to see people actually trying to, to be a little bit pro- proactive and do these kind of things. But I think, again, the sustain, the feasibility, the sustainability, um, it's outdoors, so it's going to be seasonal. Uh, for myself, you know, I would play to two, 300, 400 capacities. Um, so, again, you know, that that's, it's... It's something that I think the discussions have to be had about, you know, how we go forward. And um, so it's good to see. But again, you're looking at the feasibility of it and, um, you know, and, and how it's going to be beneficial, how we're actually going to sustain that and make money. All right. And just to note, the Department of Social Protection have been in touch to say um, that they would like a clarification that at no point did Minister Heather Humphrey state that artists or musicians who have been unable to work should be seeking new employment. And that is from the Department of Social Protection. Um, almost out of time this morning, but thank you all so much much for joining me. Uh, that is singer Luan Parle, comedian Danny O'Brien and also we are joined on the line by actor Owen Rowe.